I have tapes and they are hot, all quite ting ting, it's the start of the pod. My team's good and yours is not quite down ting ting, it's the start of Coming to you in a pre-recorded fashion from the League Podcast Studio in Upper Arlington, Ohio, I am Diesel, and this is Don't Fear the COVID. Joining me from all the way up in the Rust Belt, Senor Seasoner himself, the commission is with me. Chuck, how you doing? Ugh, fine. <laughs> Same as yesterday? Same as yesterday. It's just... I'm losing energy just in all facets of the game. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think I am, uh, I'm quickly losing any motivation at work to like do, I'm sure you're even, you're way worse off than I am, but you know, it's tough. I did maybe an hour and a half worth of work today. Like I, I went in, I went into the lab too and still managed to do nothing. <laughs> See, at that point, I feel I find that like I like you're like I'm here, you know, like that's enough. That's yeah, I don't I, need to be doing more. What we were talking about this yesterday at work, where it's like, what's the worst thing that's happened for the coronavirus? And I was like, it's that every task now seems like a major event. <laughs> like going to the store has become a process instead of just running into CVS or running into Home Depot. Mm-hmm. It's become a process of waiting in a line outside of the store, wearing a mask and gloves and like disinfecting all the shit like after you get it and having to wait in all these lines. It very like it's a whole thing now. Oh, it yeah. just sucks. No, it's it everything you need to put in like just a little bit more like thought before you go and then and then yeah, you're right. Like it's a it's a lot more of a an event like like kind of like ooh, like you know. Going out to the store, gonna go get some fresh air. Yeah, it's it's worse. I feel. I mean, I feel like I'm like wandering through the jungles of Vietnam. I'm like, maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, I'm like, my head's on a swivel. I'm like, what, what am I looking for? Like, it's like the, the virus is gonna jump out and attack me. Like, yeah, unfortunately, not visible. Life would be a lot simpler were it visible, but it has decided to remain uh, pretty hidden. And then, Chuck- so you, so you have that, and then we were we were discussing before we got on. Yeah, that like all the days are just basically the same now. I think that's the hardest yeah. part is that it's very very tough to like like the weekend is marginally different than the rest of the week. Yeah, it's just barely like, and I I will say I think that there's a positive and negative to that. The negative is that Friday is just sort of like eh, like which is what we were talking about before. Like it's just sort of it's effectively the same thing as yesterday. It's just you know, like I can stay up a little bit later tonight and maybe drink another beer or two. And then I'm just going to, it'll all be about the same. Um, but the positive is uh, Sunday. I have found a lot less like ominous. Cause it's just sort of like, yeah, it's yeah, whatever. true. It, this is, this is eliminated. The Sunday scaries. They're not, they don't, they no longer exist. Yeah. Like what's the, all right. Like tomorrow morning, I just got to roll out of bed, like walk two steps and turn my computer on. That's, that is now my Monday commute. So it, that has really taken the edge off of Mondays. I'm so, would be pumped. I'm so fucking tired of people too that are like, you know what? Um, you know what I've loved with the coronavirus? I've been forced to slow down and spend more time with my family. <laughs> Fuck you, people. 
not enjoying time with your family then, Chuck. No, for, but for like a week. Like, like oh, I, I've been able to spend the last six months with my family. Every day we do everything together. No, fuck you. That's terrible. The only people, and again, like, it's not like I feel bad for them, but celebrities, I do kind of get it. Like, if you're, like, in a line of work, or, like, I guess, like, businessmen that travel a shitload, too. Yes. Like, I get that. Like, you know, you're kind of cramming in a lot of family time now because you get almost none during the course of a regular year. But, like, yeah, after a week, I feel like you're definitely, you're bullshitting. You, you don't actually enjoy exactly. spending that much time with your family. Uh, uh, my question, or my, my, like, thing I would pose to all these people is, if you had the two options where it's this or it's normal life, you're picking normal life 10 out of 10 oh, yeah. times, so shut the fuck up. But this is better all of a sudden. No, yeah. You're absolutely just lying. <laughs> Yeah. To us, but also to your family that <laughs> think you love them now. No such illusions here at a Chuck. At <laughs> the cases, know the score. Um, yeah, we're we're, we're we're it's like Hitler's. We're gonna bunker. It's like Hitler's final days in here. <laughs> it's, we'll throw back to yesterday. That's good yeah. stuff, Chuck. There's some continuity in this pod. But yeah, it's like it's like every time they every time, and also I think the biggest. I'm just gonna rant about the coronavirus for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's how we're gonna start it. My least favorite thing about my first favorite thing that became my least favorite thing about this is the daily updates that I get. I get a daily update from the Cleveland Clinic. I get a daily update from Mike Dewine. We get yeah. one from the president, and we get from probably somewhere else and it's always the same news it's like they like update more people died all right like yeah. we're still nothing's changed people are still getting sick it's still there i i do feel like they need to keep doing that though given the shocking amount of people that are convinced that this is a hoax like they have to keep in front of us and going like no like yeah people are gonna keep dying unless you stay inside your fucking you know head. what this is it this is this is the darwin awards this is where we gotta start handing out darwin awards you people want to fuck this all up go ahead yeah it's one of those things where i guess yeah if we just let the really dumb people go out and like sequestered everyone like if everyone else took it really seriously we just let all the dumb people die from this. Well, here's the thing. It's like we can't get on the same page because the human yeah. race's intelligence has evolved to be like, oh, hey, we're smart enough to have figured out there's a virus going around, and if we sequester ourselves correctly, it'll go over fast, but somehow some people are stu- too stupid to like get this through their head. They're like, nope, I want to go out. It's like, you, know what? you fucking people go out and just kill each other. How about that? It's uh, you can't take people's uh, civil liberties, Chuck, and that's what. But that's the problem is, is that you, you have two percent of the population fucks it up for everybody else. Yeah, that is the, and that's why you do have to keep these things in place. And yeah, if those idiots want to go protest in front of the Capitol building, fine, just like s- stay away from everyone else <laughs> when you get it, and uh, you know, wind up in the hospital. But there, there, there's been those stories of people that know they have it. And refuse oh, to quarantine themselves, and they're like, "It's my right to go out." They should be able to. You should be able to shoot these people. I mean, I feel like I, like I feel like that's some form of manslaughter. Like you know, like if you knowingly transmit a disease to somebody else, and then they, that you should definitely be able to sue somebody for that. Like if you wind up and you have like a hundred thousand dollar hospital bill that you got to pay, like I'm not fucking paying that thing. I'm. Suing the guy who knew he had it and was coughing on me. Public execution. We should be able to publicly execute these people in the town squares. We have gotten too far away from the stocks 
And I think that we need to bring them back. I think that that's the the answer here is a little bit of it doesn't need to be a full blown execution, in my opinion. We can go for some shame and I think we could accomplish a lot. We need that. You know what we need to do is we need to let people. We need to lock people outside. Then when they can't Ooh. get back into a structure, like you want to go outside so bad, you're locked outside now. <laughs> Congratulations, you're an always outside time now. Fuck yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's. Uh, yeah, speaking of cr- speaking of coronavirus, New York City. Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Getting fucked by it, but carry on. And transition. So uh, what we are going to be doing today is just to end off the week, just a quick little uh, Today in History episode. Uh, And uh, I'm just calling this one Empire State of Mind. Uh, Because today, the Empire State Building opened. uh, First time in uh, 1931. Uh, It cost... I think it was like it was like forty eight million dollars. Uh, in- forty, just just shy of forty one million in nineteen thirty one. Yeah, which is five hundred fifty five million in twenty eighteen dollars, which is for whatever reason the uh, metric that Wikipedia had it at. So I love that says in twenty eighteen dollars. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. It not yeah, not adjusted for twenty eighteen inflation, but and, in or just for inflation as of such date twenty eighteen. No. In twenty eighteen dollars. In twenty eighteen dollars. In two thousand eighteen dollars. Um. So I, the one fact that I, I found interesting just in skimming through this article was, uh, apparently, like it was it was a big hit right when it opened, uh, which was kind of the middle of the Great Depression, and like people were like really excited about it. The owners didn't turn a profit until the nineteen fifties. It took them twenty full years until they were actually like you know above water on uh. What did they? What did they? What did they open it to be? Uh, it was an office building, and I, I think it honestly is functioning as largely the same thing as it did when it was uh, first opened, where most of it is uh, office space, and then there is an observation deck on the top. Because you know, especially at that time, I believe it was the tallest uh, building in New York. Yeah, when it, was it was first created. Um, here's here's an interesting fact. Um. The building is so large that it was assigned its own zip code, 10118. As of 2012, it is one of 43 buildings in New York City that has its own zip code. That's nuts. Well, yeah, I guess because, again, yeah, you have so many. It's not like it's just purely like tourism where it's like one address is there. There's like however many office spaces. Mm Mm-hmm like on all of those floors and yeah, it's just really the top of it is an observation deck. All the rest of it is uh office space. Uh, but yeah, it was so as John said, it was the tallest building when it was built. Um, it held that tight. It was the world's tallest building um, until the construction of the world trade center, the North tower was that when that was officially finished, that was taller than the empire state building, which was in 1970. And then following, um, obviously, the collapse of 9-11, the Empire State Building was once again the city's tallest skyscraper um, until 2012. And also, just side note there, Donald Trump was one of the all-time, like, savage, most, like, inappropriate lines when somebody asked him what he thought of, like, the buildings falling down on 9-11. And his response was something to the tune of, I used to have the second tallest building or the third tallest building in Midtown. Now I have the tallest building. Oh, 
No. Now, I'm going to say 2001 businessman Donald Trump clearly did not have the hindsight, or the, sorry, the foresight to uh, to know that he'd be the president one day. But yeah, all time just whoops line oh. from Donald Trump. How did that not get brought up more during the campaign? Because he buried it, he buried it under a pile of other bullshit. The fucker, the grabber, the, or the the grabber right in the pussy. Really, I yeah. think buried everything else. Yeah, that's pretty much the word. I, I mean, that, well, here's the thing though: as bad as that sentence is, the that, uh, a, saying something derogatory towards nine eleven, probably worse if we're being honest with ourselves for a presidential campaign, as kind of fucked up as that is, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was just an all-around bad look. So, yeah, so um, as of 2020, the yeah. building is the... This is what I don't understand. Maybe we can, help, maybe we can dissect this sentence here. Yeah, okay. As of 2020, the building is the seventh tallest building in New York City the ninth tallest completed skyscraper in the United States, the 51st tallest in the world, and the fifth tallest freestanding structure in the Americas. How's the seventh tallest building and the fifth tallest freestanding structure? Uh, that is a... Yeah, what... Are some of the tall buildings in New York City not freestanding structures? Like, maybe it's because, like... They're so packed together. They're saying that it's not like because, uh, like you know, the Empire State Building, it's a lot taller than everything else. It's not like it's like pinned in between two other big buildings, but still, I don't, that's that feels like a weird line to draw. <laughs> like that feels like they were reaching for we want to be top five in something, well, so we're gonna well, make because I because because well, I know that like. For me, freestanding has been very easy because it's like I know like the tallest like structure in the U.S. is like some radio tower in like North Dakota or, or something like that. Because oh. but it's it's so tall, but it has like you know giant steel cables that like you know hold it up, you know, so that like yeah. it's not, it's not freestanding. So, but I assumed like what are, are there is are there a bunch of giant are there. Build, yeah, I guess there's are there there's got to be buildings in New York City that are buildings that are just like radio antennas or are not freezing. Somebody, when somebody listens to this in like a month and a half, do like <laughs> send us some information, get us some research on this. On what? Yeah, I I would have to assume that they're drawing a line between like there's several tall buildings in New York that are like directly next to another tall building and are therefore not freestanding. Like they're somehow connected at, at again, feels like a, a real gray area there that the uh, the world or the the Empire State Building okay. people are trying to draw. So I'm I'm going rolling with I just googled, okay, tallest, tallest buildings in in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you have uh one World Trade Center tallest building. Yep. Um, Freedom also known as the Freedom Tower. Then you have the Central Park Tower, also known as the Nordstrom tower mm. you have uh 111 west 57th street which is the steinway tower it's the world's most slender skyscraper that one Ooh. um hold on we read these little articles let's see about one world trade center tallest building in new york city seventh tallest in the world okay that being said uh the footprint of the building is 
200 by 200, the same as the Twin Towers. Um, the Nordstrom Tower, the tallest residential building. Oh, that's all right. So it's it it's done. Um, Steinway Tower, slender. Then you have one Vanderbilt. It is one of the tallest buildings of Midtown East as part of the Vanderbilt Corridor. Okay. Of course, he has a fucking corridor. Oh, maybe because it's not... Some of these aren't completed yet. But, all right, so I think that's what it is. So, Oh, so they're under construction? So I, think, I think I've cracked the code. So for <laughs> several of these, it says topped out and it gives a date. I think it is because... So they are... They are taller than the World Trade Center, but because they are still being constructed, they have like scaffolding and various things that are holding them up still. So they're not yet freestanding structures. That's wow. Okay. I think I think I've cracked the code. I think on, you did it on this. I think we're gonna roll. Let's roll with that until proven otherwise. Again, in a month and a half, when people start listening to this. Uh, Feel free to fact check us, but until then, we're going to say that Chuck is right here. Yeah, John, this is this is like your area. How do you not know about the buildings of New York City? I so I mean, I know I don't know what the difference between a like. I'm with you. I would assume a freestanding building would just be most buildings, like like every building essentially. Yeah, exactly. Like that. That seems like a weird. Again, clearly they're trying to draw some sort of weird line to get the Empire State Building into a top five somewhere. Because it was very low down in all those other numbers. Like, seventh tallest in New York now is kind of yeah. sad. Um, and then, like, notably, there's other tall buildings. It's, like, the ninth or the, whatever, the fifth tallest. I know, like, the Sears, ta- the Sears mm-hmm. Tower is taller than it. Um, whatever it is in uh, Toronto. the the sp- Where's the space deal? Where is that? Is that Seattle? Yeah, it's Seattle. That's taller than it, I think. What's in Toronto? Doesn't Toronto have a big building? That I'm not sure. Um, the the key tower in Cleveland is the tallest building between New York and Chicago. Oh, or so they... I, now it was. I have not fact checked that since like sophomore year of high school, but at that time it was. Okay. Um, one of one of Cleveland's three big buildings. What are the other two, Chuck? I'm sure you're dying. Oh, uh, the Federal Building is very very tall, which is where like this uh, the district court. Is mm-hmm. I forget which district, and then uh, the key, the not the key tower, the terminal tower, which is over Tower City, like terminal, right? Is was the tallest building for a very long time until they built the key tower. I I cannot find the uh, whatever is in Toronto. Again, I'm sure somebody right. will know. You know what? Uh, you know what? Well, you know what? Tallest buildings in North America. Yeah, I'm just looking at the world, and it's clearly, it's clearly pretty far well, it, down. It's here. like fiftieth, yeah. So, One World Trade Center, the Willis Tower, which was the Sears Tower, yeah, um, in Chicago, four thirty two Park Avenue, that was in New York, the Trump International Hotel and Tower in Chicago, ooh, Trump there, uh, thirty Hudson Yards in New York, the Empire State Building, um, so yeah, so there you go, so there's those ones, so the the Space Needle, not taller. Then, not yeah. taller. So, so, so fuck you, Zach. Um, of the tallest buildings, though, uh, the top nine of the top ten are in New York or Chicago. What do you think number ten is, John? What city do you think it is? And do you, do you have any idea what building it would be? 
Um, so you said nine of the top ten are so New nine York of the Chicago. top ten are in New York, or, New York or Chicago. Uh, the tenth building is in a different city. What city do you think it is in? And it's it's U.S. or North America? This is North America. Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna go with. I I, I will give you another hint that the top twenty five are all in the United States. So. You're going to want to guess okay. the United States city here. So, I will narrow it down for you. It's in the U.S. Uh, I'm going to go Boston. Uh, no, actually, so I'll tell you why it's not Boston, why that was a dumb um, okay. answer. Please. That Boston is mainly uh, landfill. This is where the foundation of the city comes oh. from. So buildings cannot be too tall because they have problems with like settling and sinking. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure. Huh? I didn't know that. So... That was a bad guess. I'll guess another city. I'll give you a pass on Boston. That was such a bad guess that it was almost funny. Um, another San Antonio. Uh, it was a good guess. It is Philadelphia. It is the Comcast Technology Center okay. in Philadelphia. Then you have the Wilshire Grand Center in L.A., uh, three World Trade Center in New York, the hmm. Salesforce Tower in San Fran, 53 West 53rd is in New York. The mm-hmm. Chrysler Building in New York. Uh, fun fact about the Chrysler Building, it's the tallest man-made structure in the world from 1930 to 1931. They must have building at the exact same time as the yeah. Empire State you, Building. They probably rushed the Chrysler Building just so they could have the record for like a year. Like They probably were like, we gotta get this thing fucking like working around the clock. Just to get it up for that year, so that they didn't, uh, they didn't just completely miss the boat on being the tallest building yeah. in the world. Um, it is the tallest, sorry, first building to be more than a thousand feet tall, and it's the tallest brick structure in the world. Shout out the Chrysler Building. Yeah, no, the Chrysler Building. It's pretty cool. That's uh, also so. I don't know if you have this association. I associate the Chrysler Building most with uh, the. Do you ever watch the old Spider-Man cartoon? Yes. Like. I'm pretty sure the Kingpin's like hideout was like somehow in the Chrysler. Or building. somehow in like the penthouse of the Chrysler building. Yeah, like, and like the Chrysler building opened, <laughs> so yeah. that he could like whatever fly his helicopter in or something ridiculous. I legitimately thought that that's what the Chrysler building did for a, probably until I was like, you know, eight or nine. That's probably when I was I found out the buildings didn't do that. But <laughs> buildings didn't just open up like that. I don't know, man. That's that's some some real rich people shit. I, I thought that anything was possible. Uh, well, uh, let's move from tallest buildings, Chuck, into okay, uh, okay, uh, John. Okay, here's a question for you. I I, I missed it. A little 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 quiz here. Okay, I, I mentioned that the I gotta I gotta find it again. Hold on, I just I'm it. excited now. Uh, man, there's a lot of tall fucking buildings in the United States, and then just North America, which is yeah, it's mostly just the United States. Okay, I mentioned the Key Tower is the tallest building, um, in Cleveland, and the tallest um building in the Midwest outside of Chicago, um, in the United tallest building in the United States between New York and Chicago until. All right, so this was just wrong even when I said it was correct until the 2007 completion of the Comcast Center. Okay. I guess that's in Philadelphia. I guess Philadelphia counts. 
is in between New York. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So the the tallest building in Cleveland. Where do you think it is ranked in the North America tallest buildings? The Key Tower. The Key Tower. Um. It's actually higher than I thought it was. I'm gonna say like. I'm gonna say like sixteen. Uh, thirty third. Oh, I give you too much credit. Get way too much credit. Way and actually, the, the terminal tower is also on here. It is 114th. Wow. It was, the, it was the tallest building outside of New York City um, until 1964. You know what this reminds me of, Chuck? Uh, you remember when we, like, during, like, Welcome Week freshman year, like, there was, like, that whole, like, Columbus, like, presentation, and they were really bragging about how they were the 15th largest city in America. That that was said a dozen times? Yeah, I it I I hope they said it 15 times just to really like drive home the point. And I just remember the whole time just being like why why are we bragging about being like not even top 10? Like 15 seems like I guess it's maybe the point that you start to like, you know, put a feather in your cap. I don't know that you craft a whole presentation around like, hey, fifteenth largest city. All right, guys, let's get yeah. jacked up about this. So we had a debate. The big debate was also this happened in high school. Was uh, we're talking about like nuclear weapons and things, and it's like if we got like a thing from the Russians that was like, or the Russians like launched missiles or whoever launched missiles, and they were like, Mister President, we're about to. Uh, we're about to lose our top 50 cities. It was, would Cleveland be on that list? <laughs> that was a big debate amongst the people. <laughs> I think it would. I think Cleveland has the name recognition that it would be in there. I think you'd be pretty low down on that list, but you would be your top 50. <laughs> I hope so. That's, that's all. We, that's all we really hoped for. <laughs> you just want to be wiped off the map with everybody else. I'm you don't wanna... like 48. That's I, you guys. Here's the thing. They're not going to release the list afterwards. You know, like you you just know that you were top 50. You have no clue I, I, where you were. I guess I guess if you if you don't see the results of the missile strike, then you were top 50, right? Exactly. No, that's the thing. Because, yeah, if you survive it, then not only like do you have to deal with the whole like apocalypse thing that's probably going on. But now you also got to sit with like, man, the Russians don't even think we're a top 50 city. That's just that's that's a kick while you're down. <laughs> um. So, Empire State Building, how many floors, John? Oh, uh, I have absolutely no idea. It's 102 floors. 102. Uh, there's observatories on the 80th, 86th, and 102nd, the top floor. That's. that's uh, have you ever seen uh, any of it about the guy that has to change the lights on the Empire State Building? No, I have not. That's got to be. That's got to be up there. In a classic New York fashion. They they chose to not update something because of the nostalgia, you know. Uh-huh. They're New York, sure. so instead of you know having a button where like you know a computer changes the color of the lights, a guy has to go out there on the on the like, the deck and manually change like the filters and all the big lights on like the top three, whatever the lights are, that those three little spots. Are you serious? Uh-huh. That's fucking ridiculous. It was on, it was it was me? on Dirty Jobs one time. Yeah. Mike, Mike Rowe did it. Um, that would but, be terrifying. But, so that, but here's the wild part: was that you know when you're that high, it's just mm. always windy, you yeah. know. But it was funny. They like come out one window and it's totally fine, and then they just round the corner to do the other side, 
and it was like a you know gale force winds yeah. all of a sudden. And the dude said one time it was like all icy up there, and the dude was just like basically like sliding like on the ground like into the wall, and they couldn't like get to like the one corner because they couldn't like walk there. Yeah. They don't really like crawl and pull pull on the various lights to get themselves up there. So shout out New York City for doing dumb stuff like that still. And endangering people while they do it. That's uh that's just that's like, you know, the Brooklyn Bridge being built by a bunch of guys wearing wife beaters eating sandwiches on the uh like on the girders. Like just what that dangerous just, just, just yeah just those skyscrapers of like, you know just like the guys just chilling on skyscrapers as they're constructing them, like yeah, eating their lunch and doing shit like yeah. that. Like wow move. That's one job where I think it'd be fun to do for about 15 minutes. It's yep. and that, and also being a window washer on those buildings. Yeah. yeah. Window washer would be an interesting, well, at least like modern day window washer. Like, you know, I'm sure they have a pretty safe setup though. I have heard that it's impossible to get insurance as a window washer. Cause it's like, obviously a very if high one, risk. If job. one cable snaps, we're going to fall a thousand feet to your death. Yeah. They don't, uh, Insurance companies don't look too kindly on that line of work, evidently. Uh, speaking of like kind of falling, is do you, do you know the um, uh, Nick Walenda, the tightrope walker guy? Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. So he did that one of the one of his tightrope stunts. He did. He just did one over a volcano. Wait, really? He's still doing them? Oh yeah, he does them like every two years. Nick Walenda pops up on like an ABC special at night. He's walking over over something else on a tightrope. Or something fuck. How do you get one over a volcano? They, I don't. It wasn't. An, I don't know. But I, I think it was a volcano when he walked over. That's... But he did. He did one over um, a section of the Grand Canyon. Uh, yeah. This was probably maybe five years ago, six years ago. Um, and it was they showed a little thing. You could fit the Empire State Building in this like cavity. And I remember them cutting to. They had a medical team on the ground in the bottom of the canyon. To offer assistance if he were to fall, and I was like, "What's the assistance they would offer him?" Yep, he's 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 mush now. We're he, well, yeah. he's definitely mush. Yep, got him. They're there to presume him dead. They're yes. there to or declare him dead is what they're there to uh, do. Now, I hope they had like a big trampoline that like they got like look out of a movie and like get under him and like catch him. Well, yeah, like what the firefighters use just on a ridiculous scale. You know, yeah. if you just had it like really exactly. big, maybe you'd be able to get him. Um, I love that th- that's the solution, by the way. Just like, all right, we're going to get this tarp out. Just jump into it. Well, have you seen uh, have you ever seen Towering? Have you ever seen Towering Inferno, the disaster movie? No, I haven't. So it's a very old movie, but it has like the greatest like all-star cast of all time. Like OJ's in it, like for a brief. Oh. It's like one of those things where OJ was just in all the good movies. Um, yeah. but, like Paul Newman's in it. Like a bu- there's a bunch like Steve McQueen, like a bunch of like the old time like really good actors are all in it. And what it's about is like a brand new skyscraper, the tallest in the world, has opened up. I think it's supposed to be in New York City. It might be a fictional city though. And a fire starts in like the middle floors, and the party is being held in the ballroom on the top floor, and they can't get the people down. And they're trying to debate like the fire. Steve McQueen plays the captain of the fire department. And they're like trying to set up some big system where basically like a big inflatable that people can like they they get people low enough they can like jump into it. 
That's again, yeah. But here's the thing: as laughable as that is for an old movie, that's like effectively what they do now. Like, still taking a ladder up there. Yeah, if there's like a well, because if you're on like a the fifth story of a building, and like it's on fire, they'll just be like, "All right, like you know, you like you gotta jump, buddy. jump into this big tarp. Like you, you know, you might like break a leg or something, but you'll be fine." That's when I was where it's like, "Come on, you pussy, jump!" Like, oh, you, yeah, it's very, very tough to convince somebody to jump out of like a fifth story window. Really, the only way to do it is if there is an actual inferno behind them. Yeah, like <laughs> if, they, if they have no other options. Yeah, like, you will die if you stay here. And it's not just you'll die, you'll die really powerful. Here's a question, John. Let's say you're the third guy that has to, there's like, there's three guys in the room, and you're the Uh, third guy that's going to jump out. And the fire is closing in, and guy number one is, you know, afraid of jumping out of the fifth story window. Is it appropriate to just shove guy number one out the window? Absolutely, yes. Oh, my God. No, yeah, I, I honestly, maybe I just tackle him and we both go down together, you know, two birds, one stone at that point. But like, no, yeah, you, you shove somebody out if they're not, if they're going to actually kill you and the other end result is them again, maybe like minorly injuring themselves. Yeah, no, you, you shove them. They're gone. I think I would pull him out of the way and then eat myself out the window. Oh, so you're saying, like, he can stay if he wants, but you're going to go. Like, it's appropriate to cut in the line, is what, is what I'm saying, essentially. Like, is it okay to cut? Oh, I agree with you. See, but my thing is, you can, like, if you just toss the guy out, then not only do you save yourself, but, you know, you kind of look like a hero, because you got that guy out of there, too. That's, that's also true. You know, you get that street cred. Very, very, very true. Um... All right. Well, I think we've we've covered just about everything um, that that we had here. Uh, unless you had any other points. Um, just one last fact: the a symbol of New York City, the Empire State Building, which comes from the nickname of like the it's owned by the Empire State Realty Group, and it's got its yeah. name from like the fact that like New York is like the Empire State, and like that's yeah. all sort of the thing in New York. Not but. a great name, by the way. Like the name of the building is not like it's not creative at all. It's just it's like they named it New York Building. Uh, yeah, it's true, but it's iconic still. So I guess you know. Um, but it, it is. Um, fuck, where was that? Shit. <laughs> Hold on, give me. Get, oh, uh, uh. Oh, there it is. Okay, here it is. A symbol of New York City. The tower has been named as one of the seven wonders of the modern world by the oh, um, yeah. the American Society of Civil Engineers. Shout out, shout out Civil Engineers, John. Yeah, you're welcome. It was ranked first on the American Institute of Architects list of America's favorite architecture in 2007. Okay. That's- Interesting. Additionally, the Empire State Building and its ground floor interior were designated city landmarks by the New York City Landmarks Preservation Commission in 1980 and were added to the National Register of Historic Places as a National Historic Landmark in 1986. I guess the, the, the weirdest thing about the Empire State Building is that you could build a building in New York City three times as tall as the Empire State Building is, and no one will give a shit about it. Like yeah, the Empire State Building was, will always be the most famous building in New York City. Now that the World Trade Center has been destroyed. And yeah, I will. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it was first, and you get a lot of credit for being first. Yeah. Yeah, you do. 
it was, it, I guess it was unlike the, I guess the Chrysler building is still very, very like popular and well known, but unlike the Chrysler building, it held that first place spot for 40 years. Yeah. You know, yeah. The Chrysler building's one year. It didn't really give the, uh, the world a chance to really let it sink in. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was the world's tallest building through the important parts of like the modern world, like world war two and like, you know, all the important parts. It was the world's tallest oh, yeah. building. I, I mean, yeah, like the, it, it was built like or completed right at the the beginning of the Great Depression. It was some, you know, symbol of like whatever wealth and prosperity in America, even when there was literally no wealth or prosperity in America. But, you know, this is very true. Uh, who am I? Who am I to tell people what to think? Um, uh, Chuck, one last thing before we, we go. Uh, coolest building in the world. Still got to be the uh, the Burj Khalifa. It does look pretty cool. It's like that, the kind of circular thing. I, I don't know if this counts. The thing that I was going to say was uh, there are like in uh, in Jordan, there are these sandstone caves where they like took like the side of a mountain. And instead of building a like building outside of it, they just built it into the mountain like they chipped away an entire building essentially out of the sandstone. So it's all like one continuous like piece of rock. Which is pretty fucking crazy. Well, I, I, I guess, like, I guess if we're going, if we're going that, then the pyramids of Egypt are the coolest buildings because, yeah, the best thing about that is that they're going to literally be there forever. They will never go away. <laughs> they said, they said, and like if, if the human race just evaporated in ten thousand years, the only two signs that would really be recognizable the humans were here would be Mount Rushmore would be one and the pyramids. That's kind of a crazy one that. Like Mount Rushmore does not belong on that list. It's just opinion. rock. It's just not. It's just gonna be there still. It just will not be going anywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, aliens, that you had to deal with one really cool thing in the pyramids, and then one kind of boring thing. Can you imagine the uh, the pressure that went into if you were a carver working on Mount Rushmore? Oh no! All that, especially because, like, you know, it's not like they were like up there with chisels. Like there was. There's a lot of dynamite involved. Like, yeah. just, you could very easily fuck they, that they, up. They use big jackhammers and shit to like break this rock away. Yeah, because all all it takes is like one little fissure that you accidentally like hit, and like you know half the thing could just fall off. Yeah, like you don't know, you don't know what's inside that mountain, especially at the time that they were doing it. Um, all right. I think that's. I, I, uh, <laughs> we did about forty minutes on building, so I think we're good. I feel good. I feel great. Um, all right, Chuck. Well, uh, yeah, again, I would ask you if you had anything else to share with the people, but we can, we're just going to do this again on Monday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, we're, we're doing Sunday this time. All right. We're going to do it on. So we're going to remember this time. Um, the last yeah, two I, Sundays I've texted John at like 1145 or midnight and been like, no, we forgot today. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Yeah. It's just, it's, it slipped our minds. It, you can't blame us. I, I don't. I'm pretty sure we're blameless at this point, given the effort that we're putting in. Um, That's fair. Which, yeah, I guess it's worth noting. We are going to keep doing this, even though the stay-at-home order is kind of over. I, I I've seen May 29th is when it's going to be over. Like it goes all the way till then. So it's like the stay-at-home order is over, but now there's this new thing. It's like the stay safe order or something like that. That's what the now... fuck, Mike DeWine? Like, it's shit like that. Like, Mike DeWine made a big announcement and nothing changed. No, yeah. Well, yeah, th- this is, I guess, now going to be this, like, week-by-week week opening of things, I think, is is what this new 
the situation. I think we're just going to keep doing this until I start actually working from work. I think that's probably what's going to wind up happening. Yeah, it's um, probably a good way of putting it. I, I, we can go until like restaurants open, like until like a, we can go to a restaurant. Yeah, until everyone has something else to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm in on that. Uh, all right. Yeah. So check back on. Well, you can check back on Monday, but we're going to do it on Sunday uh, for our uh, first episode of next week. But until then, peace. Yeah.